We're Cynthia Vargavisser and Michelle Walters, co-hosts of Mind Power Meets Mystic. Our weekly show is here to expand your mind to what's possible, to uplift your spirits, to move forward with confidence and joy, and to create a space for your collaboration with the invisible. Welcome to Mind Power Meets Mystic. Welcome everyone. We are here today as Mind Power Meets Mystic. I am Michelle Walters and I am joined today by my podcast pal, Cynthia Varkavisser. Today we have the honor of speaking to Dr. Amba Drig Tobin. Her daughter was kidnapped in 2014 and her father was diagnosed with dementia. He was taking care of the PTSD of her daughter and caring for her father that brought Dr. Amba to start self-care retreats. Dr. Amba has studied with Wim Hiff, Dr. Jerry Allen Johnson, and a great many teachers at SFSU, ACTUM, ACCHS, and also taught at Acticum during a very challenging time. ACTCM, gotcha. Her, uh, Dr. Amba is a speaker, an author, an intuitive, a clairvoyant doctor, medical Qigong therapy. And we will learn all about what medical Qigong is, and we will also learn about Dr. Amba's uh, retreats, which are international and cool. He says it's medical Qigong. Medical <laughs> Qigong. Get it right. Get it right, Michelle. Dr. Amba is joined today by her grandson. Uh, who is making a special first baby appearance on Mind Power Meets Mystic. He's like Greta Garbo. No pictures. <laughs> I, You know what? I actually love that we have a baby on because as we're all moms, we really do understand that being a mom and having family, it, it weaves into every aspect of our life. So it just feels really natural that we've got baby on board as well. So Dr. Amba, how are you feeling about telling us about medical Qigong therapy? Because as a martial artist, I find that the most fascinating of all the things that you do. Well, it's the oldest modality of Chinese medicine. It came before acupuncture. It's the foundation of acupuncture using the five elements or five phases, which they really are. Um, and it gives prescription meditations, not medication. So I'll have a client go home and do a breathing exercise, focusing on a specific organ and an organ system and the element that relates to it. For example, the easiest thing for high blood pressure is the H-A-A-A sound, like ah, over and over again until it lowers your blood pressure. And I don't tell clients to go off their medication. I say, go to your doctor and talk to them about going off your medication. And that's probably the quickest and best success ever that, and actually brain cancer has a really good um, protocol and the homework. So I give um, people empowerment of here, this is how you can take care of your body and your health, as well as your mental health, as well as manifestation. Um, with all these tools that are 3,000 to 5,000 years old, um, I do remote medical Qigong and even with groups or in person. Um, and there's a general session protocol um, that is for anybody. 
um, that causes relaxation. It causes, everyone has a different experience, um, a bit of tingling or cold or hot, or, you know, sometimes long distance people will say, oh, my leg shook or uh, a certain limb shook. And it, it also tells me diagnostically in a traditional Chinese medicine way, like, oh, left side is more mother um, need for approval. Right side is more need for control, father stuff. Center of the body is more need for security. Different things, um, little different things. Very similar to acupuncture. If you go to an acupuncture, it's how they ask you a lot of questions. Um, I ask a lot of questions. However, a lot of the knowing comes from doing the actual work on a client. Um, and I always say it's free will of the client as well as divine will. I can't go right in and go, oh, I see what needs to be taken care of. I'm going to just heal this person. If I do that, we call that kind of a gray magic. It's um, like this work is magic. It's uh, somewhere between science and um, mysticism where actually a long time ago, they were not separate. Uh, they were the same. And um, yeah, just really have to step out of the clinical room. Uh, the ego has to step out. And it has to be, okay, I've learned these protocols. I've learned what I have to do when a client comes in. Um, the same person with uh, like lung cancer with another person would have a different protocol, would have different homework, meditations and exercises and journaling and forgiveness work because everybody's different. Their stories are different. Um, we were trained. Also, I studied acupuncture, like I was saying at ACTCM, the American College of Traditional Chinese Medicine, as well as in Oakland, uh, the oh, ACCH the the main thing is that everybody is unique um it's not like in western medicine oh you have this we give you this or we uh, send you for radiation or chemo or uh surgery uh which by the way my understanding is uh western doctors have to give you the options or suggest all three of those or they could be sued for malpractice even though your type of cancer might not do well with chemo or might not do well with radiation. So that's something to do research. If you ever um, have the gift to grow and evolve of uh, cancer. And, and that is my trademark. Every challenge is a gift to grow and evolve. Um, it's about a spiritual journey as well as personal development with, with all the clients with what I believe is we can have world peace from inner peace. And that's, Part of the reason I do the self-care retreats is to have other people, hopefully you, Michelle, come to teach with me because what I teach may not resonate with everyone. And I always get wonderful speakers and teachers because maybe they need what that person offers. And, and that's a big part of medical Qigong is this non-duality around um, I am you, you are me. Um, if you succeed, we all succeed. And it's, um, you know, been a blessing for my own journey to do the medical qigong um definitely uh you ever hear about the preacher's kids like how they are like you know if you're if they're working on their spiritual path their kids sometimes um go astray and this little guy is actually the third child of that daughter i was talking about who did have um was kidnapped at 14 and um had even trauma when she was eight so um I'm really grateful. She did a lot of art therapy. She did medical Qigong with my teacher, actually, um, Dr. Jerry Allen Johnson and, uh, oh, Wim Hof. That was, you said Wim Hif, Wim Hof. He 
he studied uh, or he taught Tumo when I knew him too. And now he has, he calls it the Wim Hof method. So sorry for that. I'm trying to talk before he starts crying. How did you come to be in this line of work? Like how I, you have quite the story, but like, oh. how did it all turn into Chinese medicine and Qigong? Well, I started actually as a jazz singer in Europe um, from 18 to 27 and met uh, different healers in Glastonbury. I was there at the Harmonic Convergence in the 80s. And, um, you know, that was just a seed. I had definitely my first experience with angels was, I think, five or six years old. And um, as I got older, um, you just didn't talk about that. But when you were in, uh, when I was in Glastonbury, it was like, oh, you too, or oh yeah you see or you hear or you have a knowing you know more than um one person was intuitive or clairvoyant or you know one of the players um but the thing i did then was when i came back to the united states i studied child development psychology um and got into chinese medicine through one of my classes at the san francisco university's holistic health institute that they um uh, Dr. Cynthia Chang, who is an acupuncturist who taught holistic health perspectives from Chinese medicine. Um, she had a documentary about uh, medical Qigong. And I said immediately, that's what I'm supposed to do. And um, I did Qigong training um, and just general health. That's where I did the um, Wim Hof stuff was through that uh, Supreme Science Qigong Foundation. And that's a really great place to start if people want to learn how chi feels and do qigong he, they also did a great um program on uh, sacred geometry and food-based healing so i work with um different smoothie recipes with my clients as well um where was i going oh and then my doctor um my professor dr jerry allen johnson was a keynote speaker in oakland at a taoist um, gathering and my friend and i who both did the uh, qigong training David Beaudry, we, when he was saying, I'm coming out of, uh, Dr. Johnson said, I'm coming out of retirement to teach my daughter um, a doctoral program of medical Qigong. David and I looked at each other <laughs> and then we went and talked to him and it was like 13 spots out of a hundred left. And out of those hundred, only 54 got through this program because it was intense. We, um, you know, a lot of Christian people, I, I consider myself um Lutheran Christian, but also Taoist and also Hindu and also Buddhist because I've studied them and anything compassion and love-based. Um, however, the Christians that were very, you know, Christian only uh, dropped out when we started, you know, talking about exorcism. When we started talking about, um, you know, looking at people's, um, you know, lives as having these things where I don't want to maybe go into it too much, but these parasites that are not of this, this world, um, talking about going into bars, you know, like drunk people around you, you know, then the people who are a little bit spiritual are live bait. Um, so <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to talk about that too much. I don't know what your listeners, um, they might've checked out now what I just said. Oh, no, I think so, they're yeah. more tuned in. Okay. Uh, so many listeners are empaths oh, and they're great. very proud empaths, which is, mm -hmm. that's not a bad thing, but there are so many drawbacks to be, to being empathic without yeah, knowing I, how to teach, protect yourself. Yeah, yeah. We teach, um, I mean, I do a course, um, around energetic, uh, protection, 
which, by the way, one of my Enigma Buddhist uh, teachers, Lama Lar, um, I was studying with Kenny, uh, not Kenny, Kelly, I'm blanking on his name, but he's a regular student. We graduated together, Kelly Ryan, and um, he's been studying with Lama Lar in Taos, New Mexico. And he's like, you don't really need protection because everything, and this is a Louise Hay uh, affirmation, only good lies before me which is also part of my every challenge is a gift to grow and evolve, which is really from Romans 8, 28, which is all things, um, all things, now I'm blanking, all things work together for good to those who love God. Like there's really no protection we need because everything that comes to us is for us to grow and evolve or it wouldn't come to us. It wouldn't be in our, our path. However, um, as we were taught, there's all these little protection things you can do definitely for, um, empaths who like listen to friends and then they're like taking on their energy of, whoa, you know, um, just that J Donna Eden talks about the energy zip up to the bottom lip. Uh, my kids always taught them the white protective light, like a little bubble around you. And then I like to say, um, oh, that was a good burp. Uh, <laughs> I like to say, oh, that was a good burp. No, I like to say, um, um, like when I go in a like a dark alley or I'm hiking and I feel the energy of like a mountain lion or whatever, I say I am guided and guarded and protected by my highest good at all times. As I say it, so it is. Actually, Mahasuvana, um, a teacher of mine, gave me that a long time ago. And I and I do if I feel the energy of you know something threatening, I say uh, I am guided and guarded and protected by my highest good at all times. Um, and that that as well as a lot of the tools I do for manifestation when I do a little manifestation program. Um, yeah, it's, there's little rituals we do um, and they can be used for anything. Definitely when I have friends or teachers or uh, clients, I'm sorry, beloved, beloveds going through um, any surgery or whatever, we do these same manifestation rituals around um, healing quickly around the doctors being very skilled, very calm and, and happy when they go and make a cut. Because every time you cut someone, you have your energy going into that cut. So, and whoever's in that room. So um, I'll give them some lavender to take with them. That's also protective. Amethyst is very protective, which my teacher also teaches. And I highly recommend people to look at his website, which is qigong, Q-I-G-O-N-G.com. Um, he has a bookstore. He has all these great books on plant and mineral magic about how to cleanse them, how to charge them so that you can use them either spiritually, medically, or for your own um, spiritual pra practice as well. Very cool. Very cool. I want to remind all of our listeners that they are listening to Mind Power Mates Mystic with me, Michelle Walters, and my podcast co-host, Cynthia Varkavisser. Today, we are speaking to Dr. Amba Drig. Tobin, who is many, many things, uh, talking about many of her adventures and teachers and philosophy. Uh, Dr. Amba, why don't you tell us a story of a client that you have helped with some fashion of your skills along the way so that we can get a better picture of kind of what was the situation and and what was your prescription and how, how it all turned out? I, I would say like, so cancer, diabetes, strokes, um, PTSD, trying to think of what's a good story. Um, I had this one lady in Santa Cruz 
who um, was in a really debilitating car accident. Um, she she was on her spiritual path. Um, it really helps to have people who I work with who have already a spiritual path, who already have a meditation practice. So when I give them homework, they're like on it. Um, what I do works for like three days really strong. And then it's up to my clients to keep doing the work um, on their own to, you know, really integrate it. Uh, and, you know, I do, you know, three sessions to 48 sessions. So depending on what's going on with someone. Um, but she was long distance. I actually never met her. Um, she was referred by someone. And yeah, it was, I think, a course of one month. So she was having migraines, like constantly for like two years. She'd go to Western doctors to get some relief and and chiropractors and everything. And she wouldn't get, she didn't get much relief. And it was pretty much debilitating headaches. Yes, it was. And um, she said that, I, I can't remember. She's actually on my website for her uh, her testimonial. But it was, I want to say it was under two months that she was like completely no headaches or, or very rarely. And, you know, she wouldn't be able to leave or go anywhere for very long before she had to go home or get in the car and, you know, just chill and then with me I would give her the like some exercises to do her her big thing was um this car accident had really kind of restructured her brain and this is the unique thing about medical qigong like people who have back, back issues um osteoporosis um these meditations help create bone density these create um, discs where there were no disc or a very worn disc probably that's the the most um, other than helping kill cancer or cancer or shrink it and and dissolve it just you know pull the roots from it which is usually emotional um, roots um, is that you can change the physical chemistry using your brain using intention and I say the four keys are intention attention imagination, sensation, whatever the meditation you're doing. And even before we go into a session saying, this is our intention, we're, we're doing this, we're taking away the headache or we're shrinking the cancer or we're looking at these emotional challenges that you've had and, you know, really working on forgiveness, working on self-love because all the journaling I give to clients, um, if they say, oh, well, you know, my kids, it's so stressful with my kids, you know, they don't listen to anything. What? I, and I'm like, why is that important? You know, oh, like, why don't I get like this relationship to work? And I, da, 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 da. and I'm like, well, why is that important? So the questions of journaling is always, why is that important? Get the answer. And why is that important? And you just go and go and go. But the end of it is because I don't love myself or because I'm growing the self-love and that's the root. Self-love is the root of every disease, disorder, um, disharmony on the planet. We're teaching people, love your neighbor as yourself. Well, if yourself is self-loathing, what energy are you getting out to the world? So um, yeah, all the journaling comes down to forgiveness and the you know self-love portion of uh, who we are and honoring the uncomfortable emotions because that's part of us. A lot of people are like, feel good, feel good, manifest from that place. Well. First, you have to honor that sacred part of your uncomfortable emotions. And we we like ask for a blessing, make a vortex, and 
the energy goes into the earth to be recycled and transmuted so that it's like fertilizer for your growth. But that's us honoring those negative or uncomfortable emotions like that. Ah, sound is actually pulling out anxiety, nervousness, expectations not met, and sometimes depression or despair, depending on the person. And well, you know that what? That is, a perf- that is a perfect segue to talk about your self-love retreats, don't you think? Yes. So well, let's yes. talk a little bit about yourself. And yeah, so let's go ahead and pull it back and talk about your self-love retreats. And where are they? Who, you know, who goes? And what do people get out of it? Well, the retreat started, you know, when my dad had dementia and I didn't get any self-care. Um, the first one was in Dillon Beach in 2020, three days before shelter in place. And that was not hybrid because then we had COVID um, and I had clients who were virtual and they were older and they didn't have funds to maybe travel places. I made all the retreats hybrid. Um, and so we always have speakers who speak virtually. Um, the next one we're going to be in is Mexico. And all of them are Dr. Amba's self-care for self-love retreats. But then there's a subtitle so or a sub you know, thing we're focusing on. So in Mexico, we'll be in um, May, no, March. Um, we'll be in Laredo, Baja, California, but the focus is all about cutting cords, about ending soul contracts around any toxic people in our life or past life um, and, you know, snorkeling. <laughs> it's the beautiful, most beautiful um, marine life there. And um, the one in May is in Bodega Bay, where we are close to, to you, Michelle. Um, and that is focused on financial abundance, self-worth. A lot of people in their own business or in relationships aren't asking for their needs to be met or aren't asking for enough money. So we have um, different speakers and and uh, mindset people and healing artists speaking at all of the retreats. I'll have other people come and collaborate. And we do breakout rooms, or if we're in person, the people break out in person, but always do it online. So people have time to get to know each other and have a community. And then South of France is in September. And um, that's also gonna have a pre-retreat summit. So that's all virtual. And then in person, we have some hybrid parts. But the nice thing is I have a private Facebook group that anybody who attended even one retreat, they can see all the past retreats or the future retreats Facebook lives. So we're, you know, wherever we are, we're in the mountains of Switzerland, I have Facebook lives, or we're in um, South of France, or we're in Mexico, I'll have Facebook lives of the excursions, because I went on retreats in my life, that we stay on a resort area and never go see that town. I was actually at a retreat in Napa, we didn't go to a winery, I'm like, we're in Napa, you know, so um, probably almost half of it, our retreats are going to explore nature or what's going on in that area in South of France at Saint-Genais um, in the Alps there, the foothills of the Alps, and then Nice. So we'll be in two different areas. Usually when we're in Europe, we do two different areas. Um, so yeah, sounds, that's kind of it. Sounds women, fantastic, Dr. Yeah. Amba. And it's all uh, women. So it's very, very nice. Well, we've come to the end of our time on Mind Power Meets Mystic. Thank you so much for yes. joining us today. I waited to turn him around till the end, so Aww, it wasn't too look distracting. At that face. Thank you. Bye. He's ready for a nap. <laughs> Thank you.
you've been listening to Mind Power Meets Mystic.